Hello, this is Lisa Fertali with Me, Money, and Mold. Today it's going to be about money. And actually, this is the third podcast I did. Yeah, the first one was a really big rant. And um, it was about taxes, new taxes being assessed, not on us, but people that rent shore houses at the Jersey Shore. Rent them out, not people who, well, I don't know, they're going to pass it on to renters. I doubt it. It's 12%. A new rental tax. 12%. Um, no, I'm watching what's going on in the market and it's not fun. And, um, the rant is that, um, people, the average person who is leaving their money to, I don't know, a guy or a girl to figure it out, even a firm you know, wealth management firm, all these fancy names that people have. In my, in my travels over the years, talking to people, just, you know, people out in networking events, people from big companies, you know, with fancy degrees, and you might be one of them. And they seem to be very proud of the fact that they don't watch the market. Oh, we don't watch the market. Oh, we, we, don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't follow the market on a daily basis. And I'm not saying that you should follow the market on a daily basis, but and that you should do something every day. That's not what I'm saying. But um, with the way things are nowadays, if you aren't aware and you aren't. There's so many variables. Maybe that's why people don't invest, but there's so many variables out in the market. And we live in a global economy. And so for someone, no matter who you are, to say that you don't watch the market and you're proud of that fact, and I don't know what else they say after that. Usually it's some other stupid comment um, from my perspective they certainly don't endear themselves or to me or to probably anybody else because it, it, it tells me that they're not they're not engaged and if they they really believe they've been drinking their own Kool-Aid they, they, they think that what happened over the past nine years they had a lot to do with the returns that they see in their clients' accounts. And everybody's a genius in a bull market, everybody. You know, it's like a blind, even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then. But where you can really find um, people that know what they're doing is in a sideways market or a bear market. And knowing when you're in those markets um, and is this the beginning of it? And what should I do? <clears throat> should I take some money off the table? Should I hedge my bet? Should I hedge? Should I put a hedge on? And even what, what that means. Um, and a lot of them don't know what that means. They're sort of given mandates by their people that they work for not to do any of that stuff. A lot of them don't, don't, they look at options as, uh, 
Man, I heard a guy that is a Harvard MBA used to be a owned a hedge fund. So he thought options were well. Somebody told him options were like heroin. I'm like, huh? Options came about as a way to help people who manage money mitigate risk. That's it. That's why they came about. To to not it. If you understand them and you know why they were instituted, they were instituted in the financial industry to protect portfolios. That's why. Let's say you have to be long. In a lot of mutual funds, they're mandated by whatever you know the bylaws that they live by. I believe, if I remember this, and you have to know this when you're getting your seven and your sixty-five, that they have to be long. They have to be in the market, whatever they're, whatever they are. Like if they're a growth fund, if they're a value fund, they have to be nine. They have to be invested. Ninety-five percent of their their funds have to be in the market at all times. Something like that. But for the most part, they have to be invested all the time. I believe, and I think ninety-five percent of their money has to be in the market. So when the market was crashing in two thousand eight, and it started with because of mortgages that were heavily diluted, that you know they were thirty times removed from the original investment.、Um, when the music stopped and people started to have margin calls, they were selling. They meaning people on Wall Street and anybody, you and I, were selling anything, anything and everything. They just you needed cash. That's what hap- happens in a margin call.、Um, It's, it's not a pretty sight at all. And、um, you just want to get out of the way when stuff like that happens. And you want to be somebody who, like I've heard other people, other research that I read,、um, say that the people in the next turnaround, the next downturn. Will be worse than 2008, and that the people who will get hurt the most will be ETFs. So that's scary. That a lot of ETFs out there are not what you think. So,、um, know where your money is and know. Whoever has it, what their、um, exit strategies are, what what Plan B is, what Plan C is, if they have one, and if they have one, you don't understand. You need to understand it, and if you if they won't explain it to you, so that you need so you do understand it, you need to take your money and go somewhere else. And if you don't know where to go, then. Just hang on to it. Personally, you can park it in cash in an IRA. If it's an IRA, you can transfer those things pretty easily. They're not. It's not that difficult to transfer stuff.、Um, the place where we we have money and our accounts are、uh, is TD Ameritrade. I know. I, I see the op- I see the rates on TV. They have a lot more education than I know of other 
and the platform that I we tra- I trade on is is what I used to trade on, it's Thinkorswim. So it's better, in my experience, than any of the other stuff that's out there. Um, and they they have great customer service, I think. So, um, I I promised myself I wouldn't be ranting about this right now because, I, first of all, I'm slightly preoccupied with what, by what's going on in the market today, and um, slightly to say the least. And I would say my public service announcement is that if you have money in the market and it's with somebody else, um, look at your statements and know that the party never goes on forever. And ask questions. One of the first questions you could ask is, what, what is your... Um, how, do, how are you protecting my portfolio? And in the event of another 2008, what are you going to do? You know, because a lot of people don't make money unless they move money. There's, there's still transactional fees out there, whether they say they are or not. Um, so, and a lot of times somebody needs your okay to do something. And maybe they don't. Well, whatever. Know more about what's going on with your money. Especially now. Especially if you've been up. If you've recouped the losses from 2008. Now, some people have, like last year. And a lot of people didn't. Because they've been asleep at the switch. Don't be asleep at the next switch. Really. This one's not supposed to be... The next downturn's supposed to be worse than 2008. Which is really scary. Having lived through 2008... Every day, I lived through it. Not a fun, not a fun time at all. I remember it like it was yesterday. So, don't want to live through that again. Anyway, um, here's the thing. I think that. Reading Stansberry Research and Frank Curzio Research is worth your time. And that's what I read. Most of them, if not all of them, are, are people who used to work on Wall Street. And they left for various reasons. Some of them it was because of their conscience. They couldn't in good conscience continue to do what they were doing. They seem to be the most successful ones um, in writing what they write. Anyway, that's it for today. If you have any questions, send me an email, wq.freethewizard at gmail.com. And my website is freethewizard.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye.